Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. (laughs) Hey, Jill, welcome back. Hi. We got a baby in here. We do. If you hear any weird sounds, there is a almost one month old baby Whoa. in the room with us right oh, now. Oh, tomorrow, right? Like tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow is, she will be a month old. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Everybody say hi to Elwin. Hello. I don't know why I had to say it. But <laughs> <laughs> it just felt awkward. You have science. already said hi to her today. I but did. But that's okay. I There's did. No she harm in multiple. Me. She, <laughs> she pooped on me. She literally defecated um, when I was holding her yeah. just now. Um which is fine. You yeah. know, I'm used to that. Yeah. No big deal. It's just mom stuff. It's just mom stuff. If you didn't know, guys, we're moms. We're moms. Just two MILFs out here reading smut. <laughs> out here reading smut and it's really making our... How do you think we made the kids? How do you think we made the kids? <laughs> Let me tell you. I really, like, I'm so glad... I have discovered smut for many reasons, oh but God. yeah, man, has it done wonders I for know. my marriage. Oh my God. <laughs> the, the, the positive effect that this um, new hobby of, not new, but this hobby of ours has had a, on my sex life. And, yep. Look, if you're trying to figure out where your relationship went wrong. <laughs> Read, I don't know, some Tessa Bailey. Just start off a little slow. Read Priest. <laughs> Read Priest. And That's then, not starting off slow, though. That, that is, is jumping into the not, deep end. That is jumping way into the deep end. You know, it's funny. I think the first, like, real smutty book that was one you recommended me, and it was um, the, uh, oh, oh, Neon Gods. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> which is pretty smutty i would say yeah um that's pretty up there katie roberts pretty smutty yeah and and i had no prior experience with any kind of spice in a book um occasional like had you read akatar did you read akatar after neon no i read it before i read akatar after (laughs) um and um, had no prior context. So I I occasionally read a fade to black scene, or oh. maybe one of the historical novels that Nana recommended <laughs> me Whoops. accidentally and didn't realize that she that woman really conveniently always forgot those parts when she would recommend me a book. She loved her historical fiction. Next thing I know, I'm reading about the man licking her nipple and all of this stuff, and I'm going and I'm like 15, and I'm like Nana. Um, this was intense. (laughs) 
And she's like, oh, I don't remember that part. <laughs> oh, oh, do you not? Mm, really? Um, That's so, so funny. My mom was like that too, except she didn't tell me anything about her books. I just knew she liked romance novels and mm-hmm. she likes historical romance. And I didn't really know that they were smut. Until one day I was pooping in their bathroom. Sure. And her book was on the floor in there. And this was before smartphones, so yeah. I had nothing else to do. You got, you got to pick up the so book. So I picked up the book. It just opened to a random page in the <gasps> middle of like this perfect Scottish historical novel. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I read a scene where, um, and I have no idea what this book was. Um, now, I couldn't tell you the author or the title of the book or anything other than this scene, which was they got married. It seems like maybe it was slightly a marriage of obedience or arranged marriage situation. And watch it be Outlander. (laughs) No, it was a very similar thing to like um, Simon in Bridgerton, where he was like, we're not having a kid because I think he had like been married previously and his wife died in childbirth. Okay. And so it's all like, coming back to me now. It's all coming yeah. back to me now. So he was like, we can have sex, but we do need to use contraception. And it is like old Scottish times. So that's not really a thing um, except for like a sponge. And she had, and it was a scene where she put a sponge up there and then they boned. And then she was like, but I want a baby though. And he's, if we're going for a round two, he's never going to know if I take it out. So oh. she takes it out. In between. Sneaky snake. And I was like, oh, drama. And I was like, that is. Mom, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. It. Mom, I didn't know, but I need you to know that I found out at like, I may- maybe I was like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to Karen. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Karen. Shout out to Barbara. I, I knew what you were reading in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I knew what you were reading, Barbara. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, welcome back to a podcast of Smut and Baldur's Gate. Yeah, um, uh, and Smut and that one Twinkie vampire that I'm obsessed Ooh, with. Ooh, he is—he <laughs> is such a little bitch. I know, and I, I know. love him. I'm obsessed with him. If anyone is into D and D or video games mm-hmm. or Baldur's Gate, uh, highly recommend. It's a great game. Um, also, it has consumed my life for the last month. That's been your postpartum uh, recovery. Has been Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I've just sure. been sitting at home feeding my baby and changing her diaper on repeat while playing Baldur's Gate for 140 hours. Aren't you almost <laughs> finished with it? I finished my first run and I've started my second run. Oh, that's already. right. You made sure. I fucked up a lot of the beginning of, well, I fucked up a lot of that game because I am a silly goose. Mm-hmm. Andrew, my husband and my sister-in-law and I have all been playing it at the same time. And I've been living vicariously through them. And we have all had very different uh, playthroughs. Andrew yeah. has said that um, he's playing a very neutral good okay. campaign. And Taylor Taylor is playing chaotic neutral. Yeah. And she's kind of murder murder hoboing her way. Honestly, that's through seems fair. um Baldur's Gate. And mine has just been chaotic stupid because I <laughs> have made a lot of silly mistakes and missed a lot of things, particularly in Act One. Um and two <laughs> that I just didn't see until Andrew played it, and then I was like 
Oh. <laughs> oh. So yeah, a lot of bad things happened in my run of Baldur's Gate, but not because I did anything bad, just because I didn't do anything. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't know. Just because Look, I didn't do anything about it. You were it. trying to be there for the dating sim. Um, and they threw all these challenges at you. Right. It's like when you're playing D&D and you have like two quest options and you go do one and then you pass through the town that the other was in and it's on fire yeah. and everybody's dead and you realize, oh no, I could have saved all these people if I'd only done anything and I didn't. <laughs> um. <laughs> but instead I wanted to flirt with my friends. But instead I wanted to flirt with my friends. And yeah, um, this second game, I think I might, I think I might, uh, go with a little autistic wizard man. I think I might really scale. Yeah. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I've seen mixed reviews on Gale. Gale is kind of, okay, so I didn't like Gale for the first, like, little bit of my first run through because I was playing a sorcerer and he's a wizard and he's very, like, wizard supremacist. You know how wizards are supremacist about their magic? Because they're learned. And, like, one of the first, like, scenes you have with Gale is he's, it's like this, like, ooh, touch the weave. Let me teach you how, 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 like, to do magic. Okay. And I'm, like, I'm a sorcerer. I'm a literal sorcerer. I know. I don't need you to teach me how to do magic. I can do it. And yeah. maybe, maybe it's Maybelline, but I'm, but maybe it's, I'm bored with it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, where do you get the fucking nerve to like, to teach man, me mansplain magic to me, yeah. a sorcerer. Sure. So you um, get a little mad. But this time, but this time I'm a cleric and like, I feel like it's different. Like I know how to do magic, but it's like. It's been bestowed upon me. Yeah. I don't know, like, know how to do it without sure. my God. So it's, it's, it's less condescending. That's what it is, is that the first time, like, the whole scene felt very condescending because sure. I was a sorcerer. Anyway, um, he's our autistic king and that's fine. And I might kiss his face a little bit this time. I might. I just want to see what I'm it's all about. I'm trying to think of who I would go for other than the the bitchy vampire twink man. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, probably. I don't know anything about Will. I don't Will know. Is Halson like a, seems Halson, my... Oh, oh, Halson is probably, yeah. Halson mm-hmm. seems like my guy. Although yeah. I don't know if I would want to receive the bare necessity. <laughs> Oh, if I could do that one. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Some of y'all, know. any of y'all that took the bare necessities, y'all are wild. And, hey, I, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> hey, listen. Someone in our group at least needed to be the one who boned the Mind Flayer, and I already took one to the team you, on that. You so. did. You took one for the team, like, and you were happy to do it. And, I, and you know what? I knew you would, though. I could when not. I saw, I like, saw. it's an option. You see the option coming at <laughs> at you, and it's, like, coming right into your face. That's literally. <laughs> Jillian, that's the option. No, but also, that's, like, your whole brand. I know. It's like, I know. It's, like, if I had the option to literally fuck the monster. Yeah. Um, You're going to Why would I not? Why would See? you not? No, I literally saw a TikTok where someone was like posting about, um, you know, grabbing his tentacle. And I was like, Jillian's going to do this. Like, yeah, I 100%, 100% did it. I 100% did it. So anyway, Gate was that. Yeah. It's so good. It's so fun. Um, I'm already playing it a second time because I missed a bunch of stuff. And then I have to play it again after that because I have to do Dark Urge, which is like a whole other like storyline storyline yeah 
within the story and apparently it changes like quite a bit it makes a lot of other like interactions and like story threads that pop up so yeah i um i don't know if i'll ever play this game but i'm fully committed to investing another 400 hours into this game great (laughs) and that's probably not even an exaggeration because my first playthrough did take me like over 150 hours i don't know exactly the number sure um but yeah and that was with missing a bunch of stuff (laughs) but it was also with reading all the books and everything which i don't feel like i need anyway um let's talk about books that are not pixels that Um, are not pixels that are not pixels in a video game cgi hot men yeah, now, uh, next episode I probably will have to come with a, a sassy little vampire book because I don't, I need it desperately. You do. I desperately need Actually, a sassy little vampire a, book. I might have a book for you, but I also don't, I don't remember if it's smutty or not. Um, I didn't download it, but I discovered it and I, it might, it might be your vibe. Yeah. If I hadn't read it. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, rock, paper, scissors, can you do it while holding yeah. a child? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What is that? (laughs) Maggie is like, she's put her fist down as if she's doing rock, but she has two of her fingers halfway unfurled. Halfway unfurled as if she was about to do scissors, but then saw my rock. (laughs) I need need a redo. You need a redo? (laughs) I, I wasn't really thinking properly about what I was doing. Okay. Got it. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Damn it. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So my book for today, I had a really hard time making the decision, but I talked a little bit. <laughs> I just flung my silly string across her. Um, I talked a little bit about it on our TikTok, which if you don't follow us on TikTok, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Um, please do. And follow us on Instagram, although I'm, I'm a little late sometimes posting our stuff to Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, follow us on for TikTok. Mo- for, for more frequent updates, follow us on TikTok. <laughs> follow us on TikTok. Um, yes. So I talked a little bit about this on our TikTok. Um, it is called The House Witch by Delamock is the author, which what a very cool pen name. Period. Very cool pen name. Um, I don't know anything about this person, but great pen name. So badass. Very great. Love um, that. But The House Witch is really, it's super cute. This is a cozy, cozy fantasy. Very, um, I mean, it's hollow. It's definitely like perfect for Halloween, perfect for this time mm-hmm. of year. But it's also just a really good fall and just good, sit by the fire sit by the fire and read this it yeah. is just sweet and funny it's actually a the the uh second title is uh, a humorous romantic fantasy Ooh. um so the we open the book with this is a very like classic kind of medieval fantasy setting um <clears throat> but we have uh the king the new cook arrives at in the kingdom of dexaria 
and Ooh. the new cook shows up and he's very tall he's like over six feet Ooh. <laughs> um and he's and he of, can cook and he can cook he's um and he's got red hair and he's freckly and everyone says how pretty he is he's a very pretty man um and he shows up and he is like okay so everyone get out of my kitchen um <laughs> Because there was like knights drinking in the corner, harassing one of the maids, and there was just pe- and it was a mess, and there were maids everywhere, and people, and everybody was hounding in the kitchen. And he said, "Everybody, Great. get the fuck." Yeah, out. the headmistress was like, "Hello, welcome. This is uh, Finnegan uh, Finley. Excuse me, not Finnegan. Finley Ashawan is his name." Oh, and he's like, "Nice to meet you. Get out of my kitchen, everybody out." And the headmistress was like, excuse me? Okay, well, here's your help. And he said, I don't need any of those people. And she's like, what? Why? And he's like, I will take like three of alone. I will take three people um, with the cleanest fingernails. So uh, other than that's that. That's valid, honestly. And that's valid. Um, he said, but other than that, everybody out. So everybody gets out and then he claps his hands and the broom picks up and starts sweeping itself <gasps> the knives everything starts getting rearranged things start cleaning little rags and soap start scrubbing the tables all oh, by this themselves is the power i wish i had same if i could just have magic that would clean my house so that'd be really cool i know me too um so he's a witch and in <laughs> this world witches are <clears throat> witches are recently um, considered like normal like citizens whereas like in the past they've been kind of ostracized but nowadays witches are like it's okay um, but they're still like those people that are kind of um, close-minded and everything right. so they still kind of when if they're a witch they're very much like they don't tell people it's not advertised because it's still very newly accepted mm-hmm. um which basically newly accepted means there's a law that says you can't just like hunt down witches anymore. You need to let them live. But we can't stop you from harassing people. Right. So witches are also like they're they have like elemental magic. Um, The pure the pure witches have like re like the elemental magic like fire or air or earth stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And then there's witches that are like more they they're some of the assholes call them defective but they're like mutated powers right um so they have somewhat of an element but it's mutated into this thing which for finn is that he is a house witch so his whole thing he is he's an incredible cook and he was like that before um but now he has such an incredible way of cooking he can also invoke safety comfort Ugh. coziness and all of his powers are gear are central to his home so in the past it's been just a little cottage with his mother now he's hired as the cook new cook for the king his home is a lot bigger and as he continues on he's discovered his powers grow the bigger his house is oh, like a goldfish like a goldfish <laughs> That's a great premise. That's a great way of comparing it, for sure. It's like a goldfish. Um, Because goldfish's powers grow. They're their bodies. Well, yes, I know. Um, So, anyway. So, we have... um, Finn is, like, 
He's super cute. Mm. Um, and there is romance. There is a woman who there's like an aristocratic woman that's like a friend of the queen, and she's a viscountess, I believe. Ooh, she's very, very, very like high up nobility. Um, and she also likes to do a little bit of espionage, Ooh. just a little bit. Um, she can kind of like throw knives and stuff, <gasps> but. That's so sexy of her. It's very sexy of her. Um, but the two of them, so she hangs out around the kitchen a lot because she likes to know things. And, and there's, there's this very the kitchen where people and are. And there's this very like disgruntled cook that is always trying to kick her out. And she's like, she doesn't like it, but she also kind of likes him. And it's like she's she doesn't grumpy. like how he just like talks to her like that. You, you know, know what? You know what it's giving? It's giving if Luke was a witch. It's Luke from Gilmore literally, Girls. Literally, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. You took the words out of my mouth. It's Luke if Luke was a witch. Oh um, my god, I love that. It's he's so cute. Except Luke is like he, this guy's like twenty six, twenty seven. So, super cute. And he ends up, like, really befriending a lot of people. Um, also, his familiar shows up at one point, and it's so cute. His, it's a little black kitten. Of course it is. Fuck. And it is. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> a grumpy man who cooks and cleans, and he has a tiny black kitten? It's upsetting, I know. God damn it. It's upsetting. Um, See, this is why things are fantasies and not real. Yeah. Because he's not a real man. And (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. I say that totally fully married. I am happily married, but like, (laughs) if there's any, if there's any kitchen witches (laughs) that are trying to hit up a bitch. I know. If there's any kitchen witches with Luke energy, that. (laughs) I'm your girl. Um, I think of that TikTok that I sent you where it's like. Um, it was a picture of a girl with like sticking up her middle finger and she's like she's and the caption was like there are no good men the only good men are fictional men and then it pans to that photo of uh ben (laughs) ben affleck smoking and it's like my my husband It's so true. He's the exception. He is fully the exception. He's the exception. And even then, they're still, like, sometimes annoying. Yeah. They just don't get it because they're men. I know. They just don't get it. You know what? The fictional men are sometimes annoying, too. I guess. But they They just just talk dirty. They're just hotter about it. I know know? they're hotter about it. It's so true. (laughs) So, okay. Um, (laughs) Back to what I was saying. Um, Very cute. Uh, I really loved it. The... Uh, the one stars that I saw, a lot of them were talking about how long it is because, and I was surprised by this too, given that it's such a cute little cozy book. There are, th- I mean, there is plot, but it's like, right. it's a different kind it's of plot. Light. Very light conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, there we're just, is an we're in- just vibing for like vibing. a long time. Um, there is an impending war happening so and this is a series so Mm. in the series there may be more war um more violence i'm not sure but i have only read the first book i very much enjoyed it um yeah the one star reviews 
said that it was too long. I was surprised by how long it was. How long was it? It was 900 pages. 900? I was thinking, how long could it be? Like 500 pages? <laughs> no. It, well, okay. So on, I read the digital version on iBooks. Right. No, I'm sorry. 1140 pages. But I also have the font very large. Mm. Let me actually look up how many pages the, is, yeah, is like the physical version on the Amazon. Is. 474 pages. So, okay. So probably the storyline is about 450 pages. Right. Which is long. It's, it's longer than it's I would long. think this kind of book would be. Right. Um, but I wouldn't say that at any point I was like, I did I did not read this all in one sitting. This isn't a huge, fast, fast page turn. Right. But this is a very sweet, cozy book for sure. Um, and it's low stakes enough that it's like... Pick it up and put it down. Yeah. Yeah. Comfy um, read. And what I will say, which I I haven't had in a while, is I genuinely was laughing at this book. I love that. Um, which is hard sometimes. I feel yeah. like certain books, they are funny, but in a... To get up to... LOL at a book is... That's a true feat. Cause, yeah. Because I feel like authors write humor in there, but it's just... Sometimes, you know, you know it's good when you're reading the book and you're sitting there and you're reading and then you, and then you turn the page and you're like... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she was like... <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome to the world where your mom laughs. It is... Y- you should be used to it by now. You were in. You were in there the whole time. I was doing this. That before. one was really sudden, though. And it that did, one was very it did, sudden. It did make her pause. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> her, Whoa. Literally, I can't I, wait until she's like twelve, and she's so embarrassed. So embarrassed by me. when you're at the PTA meetings. Oh my god! And you're like, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> in the and back, like, Mom. dear God. She, um, she, God forbid she's in a comedy play oh, one day. God she, forbid she's in a musical. You're gonna I'm be sitting the there most, in the audience. You're going to be the most supportive audience one day. <laughs> I'm sitting there, there in the audience like, <laughs> and nobody else is laughing. Uh, that was you anyway, no matter the play. I know. Um, what was I talking about? The book. Damn it. Um, It's long. Okay, I was genuinely laughing though yes there was a part especially that and it was funny because one of the one star reviewers was like it was on it was crass and we shouldn't have dedicated so many pages to this one particular instance and i was like i genuinely enjoyed it (laughs) it was this one guy his name (laughs) his name was lord fucks And he was a member of nobility. Oh my and his gosh. first name was Richard. <gasps> but he went by... No, he uh, went by Dick Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and oh when God. I tell you, like, not only was Finn trying not to laugh, I was dying laughing reading through these scenes. It was so good. Oh, my God. <clears throat> but... Uh, besides that, there's some really sweet moments. Um, the romance was uh, the romance was really sweet, um, and Finn is just all around like he has like an asshole dad that he doesn't speak to or consider a father, and he's very defensive of his mom. Mm. Um, and so he finds himself very defensive of women, which is just so sexy. 
It's very sexy. He's don't you talk shit about my single mom. (laughs) It's like okay, (laughs) but what if I do? Um, what would you do to me if I did? What would you do to me? So I, yes, I loved it. Um, peppers, no peppers. Um, oh, zero. I there's got to be a fan. Fiction. They kiss. Can you write a fan fiction? <laughs> Maybe. Um, so zero peppers. They kiss. Spoiler. Spoiler <laughs> alert! In the romance, the main characters they kiss. do a little kissing. Um, oh but gosh. this is but this is like I'll take it. This is like five like cups of cups of tea mm. little fireplace cozy wozy mm. cute um and i loved it highly recommend it's great for halloween and it's great for um it's great for just leading up into the holidays yeah love it love it so that's the house witch by delamock how do you spell that d e l e m h A-C-H. Delamhock? Delamhock? I don't know. Delamhock. Delamhock. Run amok. 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 All right. So what did you bring okay, to so, the table? Full disclosure, my entire maternity leave, I read zero book. I was Why would you? all baby and Baldur's Gate all the time. Fine. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about is, hey, you guys remember when I talked about A Soul to Keep? <gasps> Well, three more books have come out since then, and another one is about to come out. She's pumping out these Opal Duskwalker Rain books. Rain is, she's doing the best. She she pumps out mm-hmm. these books, and they're not small. Like, they're, they're like, pretty substantial books. Like, the first book was, like, a 12-hour read. Is it, like, 450 pages? I don't know long? how many pages it is, but it was 12 hours to read. Okay. Um, and, and... Yeah, but oh my god, they get so, okay, okay, okay. So this, so the mm, okay. Hold Let's on. do a quick r- run once over of uh, uh, first what of the all, o- what the other couples are. If you haven't listened to, um, I think our, it's our literally episode two, <laughs> episode two of season one. Yeah, I don't remember the title, but Jillian recommends. The Duskwalker series. This man is a... Can we describe him so, again? Okay, so in the first book, <coughs> um, Orpheus is a Duskwalker. And these are sort of monster creatures that have like big, tall, strong, scary body and mm-hmm. also skull head. Um, he has a wolf skull with uh, like like ant what's the antelope horns or something like that and like long curl um and then in the second book the dusk walker has a fox skull and antlers and in the third book he has a cat he has like a big cat skull and ram horns and then the fourth one he has a bear skull and bull horns and um because their bodies are sort of they they are what they yeah (laughs) literally um and anyway so they're big scary monster Mm -hmm. and um they kind of have this so the cat skull man we know what he eats literally (laughs) um (laughs) he's my favorite one i'm not gonna lie i love him so much um so yeah they all have this thing where they like they eat people to gain their humanity, and some of them have more humanity than others because they've right. been alive longer than others. And um, 
So, yeah. The second one, he's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. He's featured in the first one, but he's kind of, like, young and he doesn't know a lot. Um, and then, uh... This girl who did a crime, her punishment is that they push her into the veil. Like, they literally push her over a cliff into the demon, into the demon place. And she falls literally on top of him, breaks, like, all her bones. (laughs) Breaks, like, all her bones. And then, but he's, like, figured out something. I think Orpheus taught him how to do it. He can, like, literally take the, um, wounds. Oh, onto okay. his body and then he like re reheals every day at dawn oh. so he was like sh- thankfully she didn't get any wounds that like broke skin she just broke all her fucking bones oh my god um and so he was like i need a bride because their whole thing is that they they need a bride to quench this like unquenchable hunger that they have like they're always tantalus level hungry um, until they literally bind someone's soul to them. Which, oh. um, anyway, so he heals her, and then she's like, what is this? And she has, like, this little tiny, like, little, he's not tiny, he's big, but he's little baby Duskwalker who doesn't know nothing about nothing. She literally teaches him everything. everything. Oh. And because he didn't even know what his dick was at the beginning of <laughs> That's right. I remember. He didn't even know that it was in there. And Oh, I bet that was a surprise. Um, yeah, he didn't know what it was. Wait, at first. in there? What are you talking about? You, you know, you remember. No, wait they, a minute. You know, they have like a sort of animalistic body and they have oh. a slit where their dick lives until oh, it gets hard and comes out. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> at, and then in this one, obviously, as in all of them, uh, they gotta have their guts rearranged so that they can fit. <laughs> this monster is huge schlong. As one does. Oh my god. It happens in every book and it's so good. <laughs> the, and it was very cute. The The main character in that one is like severely depressed. Like he heals her and then she's just like in a full depression in his house. And he's like, um, I could have your soul and then I could keep you. And I keep you safe and stuff. And he's just, like, little innocent little guy. And she's like, I honestly don't care what happens to me, so, like, whatever. And she just gives it to him, like, right at the very beginning. Oh, my God. And, but her soul is, like, all broken and sad and, like, not Aww. bright. And th- and, he, and they're like, what's wrong with it? And they have to fix it. And it's a whole thing. Um, in the third one, the third one's my favorite. In the third one, um, he, at first he's called Kitty because that's what the main girl in that book called him. Because he saved her when she was a kid. Like, she got lost in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he came up to her. Like, he was going to eat her. And, but she, like, she was in the woods at, running after her, like, okay. pet cat. So, like, Boo from Monsters, Yeah, Inc. she ran out into the woods <laughs> after her pet cat after dark in, like, this world where okay. demons and monsters are out at dark and they'll eat you. And, um... She, like, was sort of dazed and, like, ran up to him and was, like, kitty and, like, hugged him. And that, like, was, like, like totally took him out of his, like, hunting thing and was, like, what is going on here? And ended up just, like, take, like, picking her up and taking her back to her house. And she was, like, because it was the middle of winter, too. And she was, like, you know, mm-hmm. almost hypothermic at that point and stuff. Brought her back to her house and just left her on the porch um, and, like, 
hit on the door and left for her parents to find her and like warm her back up and then like periodically again like throughout her life would like go and just like see her and like see this person that he saved usually he eats people but this person he saved and um then something happens in the previous book that leads him to have a crack in his skull over one of his eyes and um small spoiler for the first book so if you don't want to hear a spoiler for the first book skip forward like 30 seconds um but it's discovered that the only way to really kill a dusk walker is to fully break their skull anything else you do to them they'll heal the next day but if you shatter the skull they'll die die um so he is like dying because he's got this cracked skull that only just keeps getting worse oh and um he's like if i'm gonna die i'm gonna go see her one last time oh my god and he's like i just want to see her and like just like gets up in the in the trees by her house and she's like demon hunter yeah like um she ended up leaving the demon hunting like organization for reasons that i'm not gonna spoil um but she lives by herself in a house in the middle of the woods that her family used to live in but they're all dead and um like literally one of the first nights he's there she's like setting up like a sacrifice little thing in the front yard to like to attract the demons to her front yard so that she can like be up on the roof and just like snipe them with a bow and arrow like all night and just take out a bunch of them um and yeah he ends up she ends up seeing him and like coming down and then they they she is a little bit of a monster fucker (laughs) she's always had this kind of like thing where she's like i know that they would kill me but like wouldn't it kind of be like a little bit hot if i could like fuck a demon (laughs) or like a dust fucker or something and then um and then he just like falls into her lap and he's like slightly broken and she's like your kitty and then she gives him a real name um but yeah slowly discovers that this is the same creature that literally saved her when she was a child and um you know starts to like sort of fall for him and really wants to bone him because isn't he like kind of like ethereal and like pretty and like i can't (laughs) i can (laughs) so i'm i'm pulling up the image just to refresh my memory Mm -hmm. and i'm just like I'm sure he's so great. I'm sure he has a great personality. <laughs> he does. Read that first highlight. Who? Who? <laughs> this is like the, like they're all pretty spicy. The spice in this one. I don't know if it was just like hitting my kinks in particular in some way. <laughs> Sometimes um, they do. But it hit different. Yeah. Um, with, Because he, it's, he's like, like. Orpheus is really grumpy and sad and then um the one in the second book is like really like sort of innocent and sweet yeah um he's like a full golden retriever like like the only one of them that's like genuinely fun and like like oh and she's like badass demon hunter yeah ooh, yeah and he's got like this crack skull and it just keeps getting worse and they're they're like how do we fix it and he's like I don't think there's a way you can fix it I think it's just like I'm gonna be here for as long as I'm going to be here until it breaks. Oh, and if, is he going to die? And I would rather be here with you. And things happen. I'm not going to tell you what what happens. Opal Rain, you better not be killing off. I'll tell you what happens after we stop recording. We're not going to tell you people what happens because you have to read it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very well done. The story in this one was, well, all the story in all of them, but 
this one in particular really pulled at my heartstrings. I cried. Yeah. Um, it was a whole thing. Um, and oh my god, the spice guys. She literally gives him a name. The first highlight that I made Maggie read um, is something that I highlighted on page 138 that says, fuck her till she screams the very name she gave you. Woo! Moan the name Lord. you gave. Moan the name you gave me, Mayumi. Tell me who's inside you. Huh? <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then and then like dr- like drops just like straight straight wisdom. You cannot call me a monster and then place human morality on me. Mm. Like Kelly, literally, what is going on? Are you good? Ellie, literally, are you chill? This is not about you. Are you vibing? We have to talk. We have to talk about this. Did you even bring a book? Did you even bring a book? What is your purpose here? Um, hi guys, to the podcast today. I have brought <laughs> dragons love tacos. <laughs> That's a good book. It's a good book. <laughs> I, I love that book. That, if it's the theme, that's fine. Yeah, that seems like our vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we should do is we should add we should just add Ellie to the podcast and every and every week while also, um, you know, recommending just toe curling smut also recommend one children's book. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have Margo on and she'll recommend her current favorite book, which is P for Puppy. Oh, my gosh. P is for Puppies. Yeah. that, it's mm-hmm. a it's a touch and feel book. It's really the, great. The boys love. There's no pictures in this book. Great, yes. Um, which is a great, yeah, great book for slightly older kids. So, um, okay. So tell me, um, for and then the fourth book, the fourth one. Okay, in the fourth one, he's the oldest one who has the most humanity, and he's oh. sort of been off by himself for a long time for unknown reasons but he just, really doesn't fuck with his brothers I hang on side note for a second mm-hmm. i just want to shout out to opal opal rain for a minute because the concept of having to eat people in order to gain humanity is truly the most mind-fucking concept yeah you have to they literally are what they eat they are what they eat, but also, like, in order to be conscious of the fact that you're eating people mm-hmm. and slowly having to reconcile with that, you have to eat more people. And they also need to bond with a person in order to not be so ravenously hungry for the for the rest of forever. Like, and, like, to gain the amount of humanity that you would need the to, lore to, of like, these books attract is so someone. good. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway. There's some there's some monster books that are like, this is cute. This is fine. And even like even when they're trying to be serious, you're like, it's good. I mean, this yeah. is a good concept. But not, this is like another level. Not all monster books have like the level of like lore and almost like philosophy. Yeah. Um, that these books do have. Yeah. Um, and that is one thing that I very much appreciate. Like there's a lot of of and this is going to sound silly because it is a monster fucking book and there's a lot of monster fucking going on. But sure. there is a lot of like philosophy and wisdom being dropped in these and a lot of um, plot lines that really make you think. Mm-hmm. And also just very cool story and world building. Yeah. Um, Like, yeah, they're so good. The fourth one is like i said he's older he's got the most humanity he sort of doesn't fuck with his brothers for reasons that you don't find out until later 
Um, and he's very grumpy. Oh, he's no. He's so mean. Is he a little hermit? He's, like, a little hermit who's, like, on his own and, like, and, like, going about and trying to figure things out and, like, doesn't fuck with humans and doesn't fuck with other Duskwalkers. Okay. And, um, is just trying to do his own thing and he's a little mean about it. And she is an elf who's Ooh. from the other plane um from another plane that she accidentally um like isekai'd her way into this dimension by doing accidental magic she was trying to um create a magical food source for her people because they're sort of having food shortage problems um and accidentally opened a random portal that like sucked her into this world into the human world wow and um she's also blind because of another previous magical mishap so she's an elf with white hair who's blind um and she's suddenly thrust by herself into the human world and like cut to like a month later and she's like going through this town like trying to find her way to somewhere where she can find a mage or like a priest or someone who can help her open another portal to get back and he has a cloak or like some ability that he he found at some point that allows him to actually like have a like a human glamour almost and she literally runs into him in this town that she's in and he sort of like saves her from these people who are like trying to mug her but really the whole thing was orchestrated by him. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'd do the same thing if I had a crush on somebody. I know. He, it's not that he had a crush on her. It's that he wanted some information and then he was going to eat her. Sure. Uh, <laughs> tomato, tomato. He wanted some information, then he was going to probably just eat her. And, um, but it, it's a full grumpy sunshine. Oh, yeah. It's a full grumpy sunshine with like a yes. with like a traveling through the woods arc to like get back to his oh, little cave. yeah. Oh, my God. Um, And the whole time they're like trying to figure out like this magic to like open this portal to get back. And the whole time he's like falling more for her and they're falling more for each other. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, shit. He was like, I was never going to take a bride. <laughs> I was never going to take one because who's ever going to want me? So I'd written it off. Oh, I was man. just going to be by myself. worth That's so good. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. He wanted to get to the elf world for other reasons. Okay. And so he's kind of like, I'm going to help you, but I'm also kind of holding you hostage in this area and you can't leave. We're figuring this out. Um, but... I'm not really holding you hostage because it's like a whole thing. Um, Grumpy Sunshine. Crazy things happen in that book in the way that the story is. I was like <gasps> gasping at the the revelations that are had in that in that book over the like overarching story. Oh my God. Because these are not like, you know how other romance series is, are like, they're different couples in the same yeah. universe. But and like you might see the other ones, you know, a little bit and right. they might have interpersonal relationships. But like the stories are contained there is like an overarching like fantasy plot line revolving around like the elves and the demons and like this like demon king yeah um 
that shows up through all of them and is like really fucking shit up and they need to figure it out yeah and yeah there was a plot twist in this book where i was like oh my god crazy crazy so good these books are so stupid i think about them all the time yeah um it's hard to read series um we've said this before on our podcast it's hard to but i'll make time but Julian has made time for the dust walker exactly i will anytime there there is a new dust walker book i will make some fucking time yeah um i'll figure it out and she's been cranking them out like literally what they the first one came out like a year and a half ago and there's four about to be five damn good for her like she's cranking these guys out and like they're no worse quality for how like quickly they're coming out um i didn't look up any one star reviews because i will accept no negativity (laughs) on this series i will accept no notes (laughs) i will accept zero notes um i don't want to hear anyone talking shit Mm -hmm. about these books yeah um, because they are my personality and (laughs) you know what that's valid they're my whole personality how many peppers are these books oh four these are intense like yeah these are pretty spicy like there's pretty consistent spice um and the spice that's there is pretty hot okay um it's like three habanero like four habaneros at least you know anyway Um, yeah uh like this series honestly as a whole obviously i have my favorite of the books but the series as a whole is a five star for me yeah um and it's four peppers and do you have the hard covers or i do not all... i do not have the physical copies um i do not have the physical copies okay i just so i was gonna physical. say five stars is you display it on your bookshelf so yeah might be time i yeah i'm i need i need my opal rain trophies you do <laughs> you do that I can then go through and highlight all the good good bits on the physical copy. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for mouthfeel. Oh, yeah. In terms of mouthfeel, um, how is the house, what is it, the house, the house witch? In terms of mouthfeel, the house witch is, you're at like a fair. Mm. I would say like a market. <gasps> Like and a farmer's market? Yeah, like a farmer's market, but like a, I would say like renaissance fair level kind of market. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, With like really good smells wafting around. People are cooking like whole turkey legs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people going by and they're selling like rose soaps and stuff like that. And you are eating like a... Some kind of bready, bread-wrapped, like, sausage or something. You know what I mean? Sausage. Like a pretzel dog. Or just something bready and sausagey and just slightly greasy, but so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just walking and enjoying the vendors. And it's so fun and nice. And you're outside and you're having a great time. Um, and then you start walking back to your little cottage and that's, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much like a a cozy market with lots of fun little doodads and weird things and funny things. And yeah, I would say that's mouthfeel for this book. 
Mouthfeel for the Duskwalker series. This is hard. Why don't you do the mouthfeel for the third book? Okay. Mouthfeel for the third book. Because the first book you've done the mouthfeel for. Is like... Okay. It's a cold, dark winter's night. Okay. And you're sitting out on like a woodland cabin balcony Mm -hmm. eating saltwater taffy. (laughs) Great. (laughs) That's the vibe. That's the vibe. Um, Can't even begin to wrap my head around that. I do always imagine though when you describe these books like a misty foggy night. Yeah. That's cold. Uh Uh-huh. And it's winter and it's like winter smell. Yeah. But you're eating saltwater taffy. Great. Great. I can't wrap my head around that, but sure. That that seems good. That seems good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, that is our first podcast back after our little break. Um, after our maternity leave. <laughs> after our maternity leave. Yeah. I have been slaving away with Maggie's this Maggie's been newborn. on a forced maternity leave. <laughs> I've been on a- Honestly, it's been great. I've been watching Gilmore Girls. I've been enjoying myself. I haven't had to read as many books in a rushed manner. I know. But Not we that have... it's that bad. No. I love doing it. No. But we've missed recording. We did. We did miss recording. We're just talking about and it. And missed like each week. other. I know. I, I had to seclude myself. I know. From the child because uh, my child was sabotaging everything. <laughs> With her, with illnesses, with so many illnesses back to back, and it was really um, not cool. cute. It, it wasn't, wasn't cute. cute. It wasn't fun. It wasn't, it wasn't cute. very chill of her. No, it wasn't so. very chill of her at all. But it's fine now. We're here. We're here. We're out here. I've been pooped on, and I feel great. And yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. And don't forget. To charge your vibrator. Don't forget, guys. Don't forget. I love it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our show. For more content from us, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at a podcast of Smut and Dragons. If you want to follow either of us individually, you can find me, Maggie, on Instagram and TikTok at Tea with Margaret. And Jillian on Instagram and TikTok at Jillian Keishlin Art. Leave us a comment and say hi, guys. We would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read. Also, please be lovely and leave us a little sassy review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us we sound nice. That's all for now, babes. See you in two weeks for our next episode. Okay, scram. Love ya.